Alright chaps, welcome to episode 23 of the Tyrol Hack Podcast, I'm your man Chris Scullion and we've just had a Nintendo Direct which is exciting stuff, 21 of your finest games uh, have just been announced, uh, some of which we knew about, some of which are already out and getting updates but the vast majority were new games or ports. Um, for the very first time ever this podcast is uh, live, I mean not, if you're listening to the podcast then it's not because... Um, I'm not that good. If you've downloaded it, then I've said it in the past. Um, so, it w- but it was live. At one point, it was live. And I know they all were live at one point because otherwise I couldn't have said them if if they didn't actually happen. But what I mean is, it's on YouTube just now while I'm saying it. Uh, so there are currently 75 people on YouTube watching me record this podcast, which is a bit odd. And they're all in the chat. Uh, there's Andy Marsh asking me to do the intro in my Pat Sharp voice, which I don't really have a Pat Sharp voice. I've got a standard radio voice where people always speak like this. And there's a, I would never do a radio voice because uh, it's not my it's not my kind of thing. I I don't uh, I don't uh, speak with a radio voice. That's why I always uh, use my own voice. Um, so yeah, there'll be stuff like that going on. Uh, but yeah, it's been exciting times. A very very exciting Nintendo Direct. Um, I'm sure you'll all agree. Um, especially with that little Smash Brothers uh, reveal at the end. Nobody saw that coming, um, except me, because I leaked it a few days ago and nobody noticed. But yeah, it was good. Other stuff like Crash Bandicoot, which nobody saw coming, except me, because I leaked it a couple of days ago and nobody noticed. So anyway, let's take the let's take the games one at a time um, and talk through them. Uh, like I say, this is being recorded live on uh, YouTube. Uh, so occasionally I may jump to the chat and get uh, some contributions from the old uh, watchers, viewers, I suppose, <laughs> who's watching the watchers. But yeah, but for now, let's get cracking. So the Nintendo Direct has just finished, started off with a 3DS section, which was mercifully brief. I think we're, we're all kind of, we all like the 3DS um, for the most part. I think we're agreed. But at the same time, it is time to wind it down. Although it was interesting that some of the Switch games announced later are also coming to 3DS as well. So obviously Nintendo aren't ready to totally kill it off yet. Obviously that's still uh, making good money. Uh, Robbie Smith's asking, were any of these announcements an actual surprise for you or am I now an all-knowing Nintendo insider? No, there are there were still some surprises. Luigi's Mansion I wasn't expecting. Uh, the Mario and Luigi, but we'll get to those. I mean, I'll, when we get to them, I'll say whether I knew or not. But for the most part, the, the big ones I knew were Crash and Smash. Uh, there are actually some other ones that I also know that w- I didn't know whether they'd be announced or not. Um, so I decided not to leak those, just in case. Uh, there are some interesting ones still to come, but they weren't announced uh, tonight. So um, we'll uh, put a thumb on that for now until 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 that comes. So yeah, first up was a nice wee surprise, WarioWare Gold. Uh, coming to 3DS on the 27th of July. It's got 300 micro games. It looked like it had... It was combining WarioWare, the first one on Game Boy Advance, uh, WarioWare touched on the DS, and the Game Boy Advance Tilton one, the name of which I always forget, because um, it never came out in Europe. It had the Japanese version, um, and you, it was about Tilton. It had the accelerometer built into the cartridge, and you could tilt the Game Boy Advance to play it. Uh, there were games from that as well, because obviously the, three, the, the cause it's the 3DS. Um, the views and the motion sensing and that, so it was good. Um, it looks like it's going to combine some of the best games from each of those because each of those had more than a hundred games. So three hundred micro games means that uh, they're not all being covered. But um, WarioWare is always good. We've not had a WarioWare game since since the Wii, since WarioWare Smooth Moves, because it was uh, 
that other weird Wario game on Wii U instead, which wasn't proper uh, WarioWare. Twisted, that's the one. That was, that was the, the Game Boy Advance one. Thank you very much, YouTube chat. I knew you'd be useful. Um, yeah, WarioWare Twisted on Game Boy Advance. So it looks like it's combining WarioWare, WarioWare Touched, and WarioWare uh, Twisted, which is excellent. Um, but yeah, so that I'm, I'm up for that. That's a good start. Uh, a nice wee surprise. Um, next up was Dylan's Dead Heat Breakers, which is a kind of sequel to Dylan's Roll in Western, which was on the 3DS in the early days. It's a while back. It's, it's going back a while. I'm trying to remember when. I'm pretty sure that was 3DS. Yeah, I think so. Um, it looks like it's kind of tower defense type thing. Uh, it, where, to be honest, I didn't pay a lot of attention to this one because I wasn't really a massive fan of Dylan Rowland Western, but um, I'm in the minority there. I'm just going to have a drink. Ah, yeah, the vast majority of people did like Dylan Rowland Western, so I'm sure Dylan's Dead Heat Breakers will do well. Uh, but yeah, it's a tower defense game. It looks like you can add animal me's in it, so you're me, you can kind of employ me characters who are dressed up as animals. I've actually written down fuck that. Um, so <laughs> that's my own personal opinion. Um, some people will be up for it, but I'm not that keen, but that's fine. That's that's what makes the world go round, is diversity of opinion. And that's out on 25th of May, so which is also the day we move into our new home, so I've got an excuse for not buying it. Uh, that we I'll be lugging boxes around in that day anyway, so that's that's quite good. Yeah, people are mentioning, people are talking about old Mario, uh, old WarioWare games in the chat. Uh, DIY was one of the later ones where you kind of make your own game, but downloadable with Snapped was one of the lowest scores I gave a first party game. WarioWare Snapped um, on DSi, which was terrible. Um, absolutely terrible. So yeah, that, after that was Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story plus Bowser Jr.'s Journey, um, which is kind of, it looks like it's following on from what they did with Superstar Saga recently, where they kind of did a remake of it. Um, so this looks like a remake of Bowser's Inside Story and then with an extra minigame bit called Bowser Ju Bowser Jr's Journey which looks like the same kind of thing as Superstar Saga had, it had an extra wee bit about a Goomba uh, like a, a path that a Goomba was taking uh, Minion something, I can't remember what it's called but um, this looks like exactly the same thing to be honest where you kind of employ uh enemies and make them fight for you in kind of real-time battles and that. To be fair, that was quite good fun, that kind of minigame, so if it's more the same as that, I'm kind of up for it. Um, although you could argue that it's not very original, because they're basically just repeating what they did before. Um, but yeah, what, what can I say? It's odd that, they, that they've went straight to Bowser's Inside Story, because I'm sure there was ones in between. Partners in Time was the second one, was it not? It looks like they've just shimmied that. They went straight from Superstar Saga to that, which is quite odd, because yeah, I quite liked partners in time but there we go uh we're on to bowser's inside story um 2019 so that won't be out for for a while uh so i hope if you're craving some mario and luigi goodness uh you'll be at it for a while because it's that's at least nine months away if not longer detective pikachu next we already kind of know about that so this is just, just kind of one of the usual updates where they just say hey don't remember they don't forget detective pikachu's coming out um 23rd of march so what what's that 15 days away um, and obviously they pimped their big massive uh, Pikachu Amiibo which I've got um, which I've got pre-ordered because it looks excellent um, it's a massive Amiibo though, it's like, if a normal Amiibo is like that size, this obviously doesn't work in podcasts but more for the YouTube people if it's like that size, this one's like almost double the size I would say um, then next one of the big surprises, Luigi's Mansion on 3DS 
uh, which looks like a kind of fairly straight port of the GameCube one, but with a boss rush mode added where you just fight the bosses. I don't know why it's not on the Switch. I would love to have... Um, sorry, that was me drinking again for the benefit of the podcast. I would love to have both Luigi's Mansion and Luigi's Mansion 2 in a kind of two-in-one pack on the Switch. Um, so that's a shame. Uh, that that would have been nice to have. Um but regardless, Luigi's Mansion 2 is already on 3DS, so it makes sense to have Luigi's Mansion 1 on there as well, even though you're going backwards instead of forwards. Um, it's nice to have two Luigi's Mansion games on 3DS, but like I say, a report to the Switch at some point wouldn't, wouldn't go amiss. Um, after that, so that was the 3DS section done fairly quickly, within five minutes, 3DS is out in its arse, and then the Switch came in. Kirby Star Allies we started with, um, which is out um 16th so that's out in what eight days um i've been playing that for preview uh, for review purposes in the preview stages now so i can't talk too much about it um i'm enjoying it but um like i say i can't give a definitive verdict yet until uh, the embargo lifts but i'll have a review up uh, late next week along with footage and stuff like that um they're adding free dlc apparently uh starting on the 28th of march so 12 days after it comes out they're adding uh, DDD Meta Knight and Bandana Waddle Dee, that that legend, um, as kind of friends that you can. The, the whole point of the game is that you can fire love hearts at enemies and they'll become your pal and they become your like co op partners. So if you're playing with a second player, a third player, a fourth player, they control them, otherwise the AI controls them. Um, so they're adding DDD Meta Knight and Waddle Dee as potential partners so that you can play as them in the, in the co op. Um, and it looks like there's more updates coming with other kind of helper characters from previous Kirby games, like that big hamster thing I always forget. But no Knuckle Joe, who was in an old Kirby game, one of my favourite characters, um, just because he's called Knuckle Joe. He's not there, which is a shame. Um, people talking about Smash Brothers already in the chat, about whether Smash Brothers is new or not a port. We'll get to that later. Um, it's an interesting one. They're, I think they're deliberately being uh, quiet about that, although while chatting, I can check my emails to see because usually Nintendo sends out a press release uh, shortly after. Uh, nothing yet. Uh, I usually get an email from Nintendo an hour or so after after the Direct finishes, um, basically recapping everything that was shown and, and explaining in greater detail, but nothing yet. I'll keep you updated. Um, next up, Okami HD. Hooray! I bet most people listening to this have already forgotten that they announced Okami HD because there's so much other stuff in there. But yeah, Okami HD is much uh, much appreciated obviously it came to the Wii as well it, it was ported to the Wii first um, and one of the big deals about Okami on the Wii um, was being able to use the Wii remote to draw uh, Wii a paintbrush on the screen um, instead of using the, the analogue sticks which you could in the other versions of the game um, so yeah so that's quite cool uh, you can use the touch screen on the Switch if you're playing in handheld mode or you can use Joy-Con motion control to paint, so you can still paint the, um, on the screen um, instead of having to use the, the thumbsticks, although presumably if you're using the Pro Controller you still need to do that. Um, but yeah, that's that's exciting. Okami HD was always... Okami's always been a fantastic game, so another uh, version of that is more than welcome. Um, and that's coming out in the summer, summer 2018. So if you haven't bought Okami HD yet on uh, the other systems, it was released recently on current-gen systems then you may want to hold fire for the switch one because being able to draw on the screen or use the joy cons might be better might be more intuitive and more satisfying so you may want to hold fire it's not the kind of game that 
I would imagine will look massively different on Switch compared to the Xbox One and PS4 because it's quite a basic looking cell shaded game anyway, so I'd imagine the Switch version will look quite similar. It might just be frame rate issues or something, but we'll see. Sushi Striker The Way of Sh- I can't even say it. Sushi Striker The Way of Sushido came next. Weird kind of puzzle battle game. They they previously announced this, so this was just kind of filming the detail, details on what it is. 78th of June on both the Switch and the 3DS. I'm still not sure about that one. I've tried to figure out how the mechanics worked when I was looking at it, but it looks... Um, I, I don't know. I'm not. Um, the jury's out in that one. If, if it's... I'm up for trying it out. It looks quite funny. Um... But we'll see. I'm not as enthralled by that one as I was about the other stuff that was shown. Um, it could be interesting, though. It's, you've got to kind of trust Nintendo and hope that it'll, it'll, it'll work out, but we'll see. Um, up next was another another update on Octopath Traveler, which finally has a release date, at least the 13th of July. Uh, they showed two new characters, uh, Tressa, who is a merchant, um, and Alfin, who is an apothecary. Um, standard RPG fare, I would imagine. Um, I, I like the look of Octopath Traveler, but I'm just going to wait till it comes out. Um, I, I I usually find it hard to engage when uh, there's videos showing how RPGs work. I prefer to just play the game and learn it that way. So when they were talking about her skills and how she can buy things and how you can heal people or something, I just switched off. I, I'm I'm not interested. That I'll, I'll wait until the game comes out and then. I'd rather discover it that way. Um, it's out on the 13th of July, um, and it's a kind of weird special edition that comes with like a pop-up book, uh, like a diorama thing, and um, a coin, a replica coin from the game. Uh, not real currency. Do not try to spend it on sweeties, because you will be thrown out of the shop with gusto and on your arse. No more heroes. Travis strikes again. Uh, your man soon of 51. Uh, with an interest in one, it's, it, they claimed it was seven games in one, but most of the stuff they showed looked just like one of them. Um, it was a kind of not really top down, but a, a kind of third person from above um, kind of action type game where you run about with your beam katana slashing people up. And there's a co op mode now where someone else can team up with Travis Touchdown, so that looks quite good. Uh, I'm kind of up for No More Heroes, Travis Strikes Again, that should be a good one. Um, yeah, I'm curious to see what the rest is because apparently uh, Suda col- collaborated with other um, indie developers so I'm assuming that the other games included um, will be different types of mini-games and they'll all kind of join together to, to make one kind of story so that could be quite interesting. Uh, Dark Souls came next, again another one we knew about um, but uh, they're, they're doing a network test demo soon apparently so presumably at some point There'll be a free weekend or something where everyone can download Dark Souls on the Switch and try it out to make sure the network can handle it. Um, and then it's also come out with a solier of Astora Amiibo. And I'll, I'll be frank, I've never played Dark Souls. It's a game that I've always meant to play. I've got uh, the first two downloaded on my Xbox, but I just never got around to playing them. Uh, so I'm kind of tempted to hold fire and play it on the Switch instead. Uh, so this Amiibo, Amiibo looks interesting, but I, I, to be honest, it's lost on me. I'm not really sure. Uh, what the deal is. Apparently it can do the Praise the Sun taunt, which um, I'm under the impression is a thing. Uh, So that's good. Well done to that. That's also out on the 25th of May, which is the day I move house, so um, I won't be able to jump on that right away, but it looks like the sort of thing. I'm I'm, I'm still more... I'm always keen to try out games that are apparently challenging, Um, so I'm keen to uh, get stuck into that eventually. Um... 
18 CB7 on the YouTube chat. Again, this is a live podcast. Um, it's saying that they definitely got Fury vibes from No More Heroes. That's a good shout. If you check my YouTube channel, I've got a first play video of Fury on the Switch, which is a kind of boss battle type game, uh, which looks like it's got a similar viewpoint to No More Heroes. Uh, Travis Strikes Again, and it's got a kind of similar uh, style to it. So um, that's a good shout. Uh, check out Fury on uh, Switch if the new No More Heroes looks like your bag, because uh, it's excellent. Uh, they moved from games to remind people about the gold points thing in my Nintendo. There's a lot of kind of controversy there, or controversy, depending on how you want to pronounce it. Uh, basically, from now on, one pence, every one penny you spend is one point, one gold point, um, and they can be um, spent on shit. <laughs> they give you um, discounts on Switch games now, but apparently you don't get a lot. But to be fair, it doesn't look terrible, and there's a lot of people maybe overreacting a tiny wee bit. Um, 25th of, someone's saying 25th of May is another special anniversary, but I can't think what that may be, but we shall see. Um, yeah, gold points in my Nintendo. Um, if, I think someone was saying it works out roughly if you spend, if you buy a £60 game, you maybe get a couple of quid, which is alright. That's, I mean, that's some money off an indie game. Do you know what I mean? It's like... They're not going to start chucking games at people willy-nilly. I mean, they need to make their money. This is just like a wee extra bonus for people who buy stuff. So, um, yeah, don't be expecting loads of free games. It's better than nothing. It's not ideal, but it's better than nothing. Um, right, so after that, after the gold points, but they went on to Mario Tennis Aces. Now, that's the... They spent ages on this one, let's face it. Um, and that, Which is fine. It looks okay. Um, a lot of it was explaining stuff that was already in previous Mario Tennis games, but in fairness, there are kind of a load of new mechanics now. There's 15 characters in it. Uh, there's this new zone shot thing where you can use motion controls to pinpoint exactly where to hit the ball, which I thought was quite cool. Um, and also uh, zone speed, it's called, where you can kind of go slow mo and make to catch those kind of ridiculous trick shot that people hit. Um, you can break someone's racket now. I think they said something like if the racket breaks three times, they lose instantly, which I'm not sure how I feel about that. Um, and all these kind of zone shots and zone speed things are done with an energy meter, which you can build up quicker by doing these trick shots, which it looks like you need, you need to kind of time uh, time better. Uh, so like the harder to hit, but if you, if you manage to hit, then your energy meter boosts up. Uh, thankfully, you can do like a simple rules mode where it turns off all that weird shit and it's just kind of normal tennis which is good. Uh, there's online multiplayer, there's going to be events and online tournaments where you'll get special outfits and un maybe even unlock characters for participating. So that's all exciting times. Um, I'm up for that. And, and they've, They're adding motion control swinging. They're obviously still haven't uh, totally uh, given up on Wii Sports. <laughs> so if, you've, if you're still if the idea of swinging about a Joy-Con pumps your nads, then you can still do that, so that's good. Um, and apparently there's a pre-launch online tournament coming soon, so that sounds like another arms test fire type thing, or whatever it's called, Global Test Punch. Uh, sounds like one of those type things where people can download it and try the game out for themselves. So yeah, I'm, I'm worried about uh, 18CB7 saying, or 18CB7 saying, it looks like they've got it right this time, as long as the story mode is fun, I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm still, the jury's out on the story mode, I think. I think they were a bit cheeky when they first announced it, uh, saying that it was the first story mode since the Game Boy Advance one. It looks like it might be more linear than that, by, by based on the first 
time they revealed it, it looked like you were following like an, a, a world map and just going in a straight line. So it looks like you just get a load of different minigames and stuff with just a, a, a linear plot, but hopefully that's not the case. It would be nice to have some sort of RPG element. But we'll see. Um, I'm up for it anyway. It's, it looks like it'll be quite good. Um, it looks like it's going to be more like the tennis game on 3DS, which suits me, and less like the one on Wii U, which was fucking abysmal. Uh, so that's good. Um, I'm, I'm up for it. I'm, I'm sold. I'm also sold on Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, uh, which is coming to Switch on the 13th of July, and also 3DS, but they didn't give a date for the 3DS, which makes me think it's coming to that later. So yeah, it's Captain Toad, which was a massively underrated Wii U game uh, coming to Switch, and they're adding new Mario Odyssey levels set in like, New Donk City and stuff like that, which is awesome. Um, and they're also adding a new co-op mode, where player two can throw turnips at enemies. I'm not sure if that was already in the Wii U one. I'm not, um, I need to double check, but I get the feeling it wasn't. I think this is new to Switch, uh, the co-op mode. Uh, but that looks quite cool. It looks similar to Mario Galaxy's co-op mode where one player throws things at enemies to hold them in place while the other player can kind of navigate easier. So that looks quite cool. Uh, we teaser trailer after that for Undertale on the Switch. It just said it was coming eventually, so that's nice. I've never played. Undertale's another one of those ones that keep me in it to play, but I'm not much of a PC gamer. Um, and I don't really manage to buy it on it. And also, I'll definitely play it on the Switch because it looks like my kind of my kind of thing. And then one of the biggies, one of the Christopher Biggins, uh, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy is coming to Nintendo uh, Switch on the 10th of July. The first time those three games, uh, Crash Bandicoot, Crash Bandicoot Warped and Crash Bandicoot 2, whatever it was called. Um, the first time those three will be coming to Nintendo, any Nintendo system. That's good. Obviously Crash has been on Nintendo before, uh, on kind of GameCube and, and DS and stuff like that, but this is the first time those original three games, arguably the best three games, uh, are coming to Nintendo systems. So that's good. Uh, that's exciting times. Little Nightmares is coming on 18th of May. It includes all the DLC from before. Uh, yeah, again, another one that I keep meaning to play. I've got it downloaded, but um, I might wait for the Switch one instead. Um, it's got a weird Pac-Man costume that you can unlock by scanning the Pac-Man Amiibo. So it's good to see that the, the best Amiibo ever released is still getting use. Uh, and I will fight anyone who says otherwise that argues that the Pac-Man Amiibo um, isn't the best. Um, GRDTRM, I'm not sure what that's short for, on the chat is saying, I assume Captain Toad won't have many new levels if it's not got a new subtitle, like they were just calling it Treasure Tracker. That's true, I'd imagine the Odyssey levels are just kind of additions to the main game, which will just be pretty much the same as the Wii U one, I would imagine. Uh, so yeah, I wouldn't expect reams of new content there, maybe another 10 or 20 new levels, uh, but that's fine by me. There's so many people didn't play Captain Toad in the first place, so for the vast majority it's going to be new experience, so that's cool. Uh, South Park The Fractured Butthole uh, is coming on the 24th of April. Uh, the DLC isn't included, so even though it's been out for a while on other systems, the DLC is still coming out on Xbox One and PS4. Kind of, It's still being rolled out, so it's not quite late enough on the Switch for them to justify adding all the DLC is, is included, um, because by the time it comes out on Switch, there'll still be some DLC on the way. Um, so you'll need to buy a season pass or buy the DLC separately, which is a shame, but there you go. 24th of April. I'd heard that the first game was coming as well, but that wasn't announced, so maybe that's not the case at all. But if it does get announced later, uh, you heard it here first. And if it doesn't, 
You didn't hear it here at all. Um, moving on, we t- a wee cheeky one for Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition that's out on the 18th of May. So that's good. That's what from May, about two and, two and a bit months before Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition's out. I'm up for that. Uh, Andy Marsh is a squishy, squishy Metroid Amiibo is the best Amiibo. I would say that's up there, but I still think Pac-Man's the best. Um, there's a free arms demo event on the 31st of March for three days. Another one of those global test punches basically that they brought out before arms came out. Basically means if you don't have arms yet, uh, then what are you doing playing the Switch without any arms? Huh? If you don't have arms, uh, you can download this demo one on the 31st of March, so that'll be good. Um, then it properly went all out on Splatoon 2 and kind of gave you the impression that that was how they were ending because they went heavy on Splatoon 2 just as, as the time was running out. So there's a European Championship streaming on YouTube as well as some weird concert where it looks like the two uh, characters from Splatoon 2 are doing some sort of hologram concert, which I think they did in Japan once, um, and they're doing it again. Uh, then they're bringing out version 3.0 in late April, which has got, I've got it written down here conveniently, 100 new pieces of gear, three more stages, a new X rank, which apparently is higher than S+, and then the Octo expansion, which is a paid single-player DLC, which is quite exciting. It's about a new character called Agent 8, and there's 80 test facilities, so 80 new levels. Um, apparently and they're all connected by this subway um, and apparently if you get if you make your way through that you can play as an octoling um, I think that's what they said in the multiplayer mode they then ended by saying 2018 is the year of the octoling uh, as long as it's not the year of Daisy um, I'm happy with that um, I don't mind it being the year of the octoling I was always hoping for the year of ice climbers but I'll take that instead and then finally the wee and finally bit at the end the wee wink wink uh the old Smash Brothers, on the way. Who'd have thunk it? Uh, started with the Splatoon characters to make it look as if it was going to be... Uh, Daisy does have an Amiibo. Big Lover is asking if Daisy has an Amiibo. Um, this vile specimen here that I'm showing to the camera for the, the um, people is the, the Daisy Amiibo, which I've just thrown with gusto. Um, it's alright, it's hard plastic. I wouldn't throw it if it was going to scratch. But yeah, Smash Brothers. Um, opened with... Uh, Splatoon characters, the Inklings, they made it look as if um, it was like another kind of Splatoon type thing but anyone who knows, Smash Brothers trailers knew something was, shit was going down because they usually do that with Smash Brothers teaser trailers and then suddenly everything went dark, the old Smash Brothers logo reflects in the Inklings eye um, and the shadow of Mario appears as does the shadow of Breath of the Wild Link, not standard Link but the Breath of the Wild version of Link which is interesting um, so it'll be interesting to see what's going on there it says it's out in 2018 which makes me think it's not an entirely new Smash Brothers game I'm still betting on it being a kind of compilation of the 3DS and Wii U ones combined because obviously the 3DS Smash Brothers had mostly original stages based on handheld games and the Wii U one mostly had stages based on console games and since the Switch is both a handheld and a console it makes sense to bring all the stages together um, and then add some more characters, kind of like a Mario Mario Kart 8 Deluxe situation where if it's Super Smash Bros. Deluxe, uh, where they add all the 3DS and Wii U stages, chuck in the Splatoon characters, give some a new costume to Link, stuff like that. Um, I'm up for that. But yeah, there we go. That was the Nintendo Direct. Um, loads of stuff on the way. So much. I mean, it's it's good to see because um, there were people. There was an understandable bit of worry, like when there's so much stuff came out on the Switch last year, 
Um, I think a lot of people are going, right, okay, well, that was a good first year. What's coming in the second year? Because you're being really quiet now in Nintendo and we're worried you've kind of kind of emptied your resources on the first year and now we're kind of be sitting twiddling our thumbs waiting. And granted, there's loads of stuff coming out on the eShop um, to pass the time. There's loads of good indie games still coming out, but people are still going, what's next, what's coming? But now we've got, I mean, I'll read again. We've now, we now know Kirby's out in a week and a half, Okami HD's coming out in the summer, Sushi Striker's out in the summer, Octopath Traveler's out in the summer, No More Heroes is out this year, Dark Souls is out in May, Mario Tennis is out in June, Captain Toad's out in July, Crash Bandicoot's out in July, Little Nightmares is out in May, South Park's out in April, Hydro Warriors is in May, um, and then Smash Brothers is later in the year, so that's a fuck ton of games, um, and that's obviously not counting what ends up getting announced at E3. Uh, you'd imagine there'll be more stuff coming in, so it's good. There's there are there are new, plenty of new games, um, on the way, and yeah, you can't really complain at that. Um, Thor putting this says, I think I'm the only one who's slightly disappointed. Um, I would be curious to know why. He says above, I want a new Smash. Um, yeah, I mean, for all we know, it is a new Smash, but given that it's out at the end of this year, um, I think they're doing a Mario Kart 8 Deluxe with it. To be honest, I think they're. Um, it, it might be a, a greatly improved version they might have loads more characters in it I mean uh, it's been a number of years since the Wii U one came out uh, and they've known the Switch was coming so the, the, they could have spent some time for all we know Professor Layton's in it for all we know uh, Heihachi from Tekken's in it uh, because the pally with Bandai uh, for all we know Reiko from Ridge Racer Type 4's in it for all we know uh, but yeah, so there could be more surprises to come. I don't think the Splatoon characters will be the only characters in it. Um, especially if they're hinting uh, Link's Breath of the Wild costume. Maybe Zelda will have a Breath of the Wild costume as well. Uh, maybe Mario will have new outfits based on Odyssey. Uh, you never know. There could be loads of stuff on the way. So we'll, we'll need to wait and see. Um, it could be quite interesting. Um, if it was me, I would just give new outfits to everyone just to f- freshen up a bit. Let's make it so that the Animal Crossing villager can you can swap her out for uh, mine's gone blank. What's her face? Her that her that owns the your wee helper in in the 3DS one who comes out and says, "Oh, here's what we need to build." She was in Mario Kart 8 as well. My well, mind's gone totally blank. Someone will tell me in the chat soon. Um, she should be in it. Uh, so yeah, there's, there's, it's, it opens everything up again uh, for Smash Brothers. It, it becomes exciting again because now you're thinking, what stages will be in it? Will there be a new Donk City stage? Uh, will there be a stage based on the festival in Mario Odyssey? Uh, will there be well, there'll, there'll, there'll be a Splatoon stage if the if the Inklings are in it. Um, so yeah, it's Isabel. That's the one. <laughs> it's going to be as well. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I think there's a lot of stuff there. Um, I'm quite happy. Um, yeah, Thor's uh, elaborating on what he said. He says, I was a Wii U owner and I have most of these games. That's understandable. Uh, he says, but I understand why Nintendo releasing ports majority of Switch owners didn't own a Wii U. Exactly. I mean, there's more they could bring out, uh, but for now, 
Yeah, it, 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 Smash Bros. is a weird one because a lot of 3DS owners would, would obviously had it. But yeah, in terms of the Wii U, the Wii U one was the premium Smash Brothers, And although it sold well, it was one of the best-selling Wii U games. In the grand scheme of things, it's still massively undersold compared to the other Smash Brothers games purely because it was on the Wii U. Um, I thought it was a fantastic game. So it deserves a second chance. Other Wii U games deserve a second chance as well. And although they're not all confirmed for Switch yet, I would hope to see more of them coming. Um... But yeah, I'm, I'm happy stuff like Hyrule Warriors is getting another shot, because that was good. Um, it's all good. It's all good. Thorsten will hold out for Metroid Prime 4. Do I think this will be pushed to 2019 now? Yeah. There's there's not a chance in hell Metroid Prime 4 will be out this year. Um, if all they could show was a logo last time, I would imagine E3, we might not even get gameplay. We might just get a CGI trailer um, in E3, and it might be late 2019. It might be the point that uh, E3 2019 is the first time we see gameplay footage of it. Um, I think that's a long, long, long way away. Uh, Mikey's asking if I'm looking forward to the Glasgow Derby this weekend, uh, Rangers versus Celtic. I am indeed. I think it'll be 4-1 Celtic. Uh, all going well. So yeah, there we go. That was the Nintendo Switch and 3DS Nintendo Direct. Um, that was good. JD Eikenberg saying, fingers crossed, on Mario Maker port. I've seen a lot of people saying that, that they'd like to see Mario Maker on uh, the Switch. I'm still not sure about that. Given that the Switch is played partly on console as well, it would need to be a handheld-only game um, because, uh, well, because it's it needs a touchscreen probably. I mean, you could play it without a touchscreen, but I think it would lose something um, in that. Uh, Robbie Smith asks, "Do you think they're saving the eShop overhaul for an E3 virtual console announcement?" Yeah, I think at E3 they'll they'll finally give details on their whole online service and what that entails, and virtual console is going to be part of that. I'm still holding out for some sort of Netflix type virtual console where you pay X amount a month and you get just access to the whole library. That kind of like Xbox Game Pass. That would be that would make sense. Um, GRD TRM or Gurdjum is saying. Patrick Klepek was musing that the amount of 3DS games are the final holdovers from them hedging their bets with the Switch. What do you think? Yeah, possibly. I mean, games take a while to develop, so these 3DS games have been in development for a while. So, um, Except for the Mario & Luigi one, that's mental that that's out in 2019. It's like, what is going on there? Um, but yeah, some of the, these, are the, these are the last... I want to say the last dregs, because they still look like good games, but these are the last kind of bubbling spurts of the 3DS's life before it kind of... Uh, quietly dies off. Um, these are the last kind of the, la- the 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 last hurrah for the 3DS. Uh, uh, Wee Luigi's Mansion game, uh, Detective Pikachu, stuff like that. Just a few more wee kind of quirky games. There'll still be some 3DS games from third parties, I would imagine, but I think that's pretty much it. It's on its way out. Um, Nintendo's just going to focus solely on the Switch from now on. I think I don't believe that daft rumour that Nintendo's making a, a new follow-up to the 3DS, which I've heard, that's just bollocks. Um, queue a month's time when they announce something. But it'd be mental for them to announce a new system uh, with Switch doing so well. Uh, they need to be focusing all their efforts on that. Um, but yeah. Mikey's asking, how many hardcore first-person shooters do you reckon we can expect on the Switch over the next year or so? Don't know. Um, again, the, the alleged rumour that Call of Duty was coming to the Switch doesn't seem to have materialised yet, um, if at all. Uh, so that's maybe not coming. Um, I'm not really sure what else is on the way. Uh, Doom did well, so hopefully the success of Doom means there's more on the way. Um, 
obviously Wolfenstein's on the way. Uh, we'll need to wait and see what else, whether Bethesda uh, decides to dip back and go with Fallout, possibly. Um, if, if, if the other ones are doing well. Um, yeah, it remains to be seen. I mean, you would imagine the success, of, well, the relative critical success, at least of Doom, um, and we'll see how well Wolfenstein does, might encourage. All these things are based on uh, momentum. When when it's, when companies start seeing that certain games sell well, then they'll say, well, well I'll have a bit of that. Um, so the fact that the Switch is now doing well, we'll not see the, the fruit of that for another year or so, because developers are only now in the last six months have started going right okay it's, it's selling now because they're, they would have all been waiting to see if it was going to be another Wii U situation nobody's going to commit to um, another Wii U if the Switch had come out and sold fucking 20 units um, and all these companies had committed to making big AAA games for it they would have went oh shit we've wasted money here no one's going to buy our game six months ago it suddenly became clear that the Wii the Switch was going to be a big seller so that's when developers would have started saying, right, okay, let's go for it, let's start supporting the Switch. So you're not going to see the fruits of that until end of this year, start of next year. That's just how long games take to make. Um, so just be patient. Like The second year of Switch is looking okay so far, based on what we've just seen. Um, I think the third year is going to be pretty special, because that's when all the... That'll be when all the kind of developers... Um, all the stuff that they've just started working on will, will finally start surfacing in the third year. That's when it'll kick off, I think. Um, Dan Entwistle talking of first person shooters were you surprised there was no Wolfenstein 2 release date kind of, I was and I wasn't um, I wonder if that they've maybe bitten off more, they can, more than they could chew with that Doom was an impressive feat but uh, it was quite clear it was pretty heavily cut down graphically to, to get it on the Switch I wonder if Wolfenstein 2 might have been a step too far and they're struggling to get it looking good I hope not. Um, I hope they're still working on it. But stuff like Steep as well. Steep's just disappeared. Um, I hope Ubisoft's still working on that because uh, I quite like Steep um, on Xbox One. Um, but we'll see. Um, uh, we'll f- I would imagine Wolfenstein 2 will be in the next Direct, I would have guessed, uh, whatever that may be. Um, but yeah, exciting times. Um, so there we go. That was the Nintendo Direct quite happy, it seems most people are quite happy that we cheeky wee smash at the end uh, has everyone happy um, and yeah, it's a good time it's a good time to be a gamer in general um, you've got obviously all the Switch stuff has come out, Switch is still knocking it out of the park you get Xbox One Game Pass uh, which is, could potentially transform the way first party games are treated going forward if Sony and Nintendo decide to follow suit one day in the future uh, it's crazy that the, the ex- Microsoft are bringing all the first party games um, and including them in this kind of seven ninety nine a month bundle. That's genius, but we'll see what happens. Um, and you've got Sony's got a lot of good games on the way as well. So regardless of which system you like, it's a good time to be a gamer. The best, the obviously the best situation is to have more than one system, but obviously nobody, not everyone can afford that. But everyone can be happy with the the one they've got. Uh, is churning out some good stuff. Um, no one should be an unhappy gamer just now. It's a good time, which is why there should be less negativity on Twitter and in the media. Um, it's a very good time to be a gamer, regardless of your loyalties. Um, so yeah, fun times. Fun times all round. Um, let's draw a line under it there. Oh, well, let's do one more. Matthew Milliard saying, 
where does this leave E3? Online service, a gameplay trailer in Metroid Smash, and then will we get another major first party announcement or not? Um, he's given examples of Animal Crossing and Fire Emblem FC. I think Animal Crossing is a, a, a stick on. It has to be. Animal Crossing has to be E3, uh, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, like I said way back at the start, there's stuff I know about as well, which hasn't yet been announced, uh, which I'd imagine might be getting saved for E3 or might be getting saved for a direct before it, which is good stuff. Um, so we'll see what happens there. But um, there's some nice kind of wee uh, releases still to be announced. Um, but yeah, it's... It's, it's good. It's, it's been a good time. It's been a good day. Um, and that was a good Nintendo Direct. I think most people, for the majority of people, um, would agree with that. But yeah, so let's draw a line under it there. Uh, for those watching on the YouTube stream, I will continue chatting after, uh, for a wee bit after I've finished my podcast. Uh, but for everyone else listening on the podcast, please do do the usual, uh, whatever it is you do. You don't like and subscribe to the podcast, don't you? Not? You do... Um, was it you review it? Give it five stars on iTunes and review it and write something along the lines of I thought I'd heard everything a podcast um, could ever be um, and then some until I listened to the title Hack Podcast and then I re- realised that everything I believed about podcasts up to that point was a dirty, stinking, despicable lie and now I realised that the title Hack Podcast is the only thing, uh, literally the only thing going. Something like that. Something humble like that. Um, that would be lovely and yeah until then thank you very much for listening I'll catch you on the flip flop with another podcast very soon cheers guys bye bye